Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hello there, Chris. Here we are at the finale of Labour of Love. We were dying to get our teeth into this series, weren't we? You know, uh, those seven episodes ago. But, and I think I know what the answer is going to be. But what did you reckon of this final? Utter horseshit, Dave. It was the worst. I know it's a reality show. Yep, <laughs> that good. I know it's a reality show. I know there's going to be guidance from the producers. But by the end of this eight episodes, I don't believe any of this fucking nonsense. It was ridiculous. And Christy, again, Dave, I'm sorry to do this. I really turned the last few episodes with her. She's so fake. This is just a career stepping stone for that girl, Dave. And obviously, we'll, we'll talk about the episode, what actually happens. So... See, they spent a lot of time on Stuart over Kyle. I thought the editing for this last episode was awful. Um, and, and there was some nice bits, Stuart, with his mum. You know, they went into the house. Stuart's mum appears at like, Christie's house with her mum and dad, and her dad goes in as a chat with him. Everything seemed genuine. The, the one thing I'd say again, though, Dave, is Stuart was forcing it too much. I mean, he did, you know, he, he had a good kiss with her. There looks like there's something there. But at different times, I was thinking... I can't see the chemistry. I really can't see it. Even though like they're having a snog and then they're embracing, it doesn't look like there's much between them. And as it went on, it just declined even more. I thought it was a really piss poor episode. And I I, I want to lay into the facts of what, what the outcome was and, and the fallout of it first. But I mean, what did you think of like the, mainly the start of it and the way it was all uh, built up? Because I didn't feel it was the last episode at all. Yeah, in particular, like the last 10, 20% just felt really rushed. And again, I don't know whether just eight episodes is a bit quick to get all of this in. But I thought it was a bit of a letdown, to be honest. The the whole episode, I thought, you know, you had a little bit of banter, didn't you, between Stuart and Kyle, um, you know, at the start there, before she goes off and she meets kind of Stuart's parents. I'm going to pick up on something you said because I, I now, Chris, I don't rarely give you any credit for some of your predictions. <laughs> and we'll talk <laughs> a little bit about after the, the final episode. But I have to say, I think you might have nailed this series because you, you were calling out Stuart for being a bit fake. Now, I, I don't recognize it necessarily as being fake. But what I see from Stuart is like, obviously, he's a CEO. But it's like he's giving a CEO, CEO keynote speech all the time. When he's talking about, you know, basically uh, your family is my family, you know, and I <laughs> just imagine him saying, you know, we have got a lot of synergy between us and we want the same things. And, you know, this is a great, great thing. And it just feels to me like he's up on the stage giving a keynote speech all the time. And I don't know why, but in this episode in particular, it just seemed... It was dialed up to 11 before. It's dialed up to 12 now. And he's just been too much. But it was the first time that I think I'd seen sort of Christie acknowledge the fact that there's no real chemistry there. You know, he ticks all of the boxes for her. But, you know, there isn't the same chemistry that she has with Kyle. But, I mean, what what do you think of that? Do you think it's just, you know, it's like Stuart's on stage, isn't it, all the time? Yeah, and I think that's what it is. He 
I mean, his mum said something I thought was quite interesting. She said, and I was like, does she do this all the time? She went, well, he'll ring me and he'll go, mum, I think I found the one or whatever he says. And I'm thinking, how many times has she had this? And she goes, and at that point, I know that he's in love. And I'm thinking, well, how many times yeah. has he been in love to, if she recognises that conversation, does he, is he successful in life? like business-wise, career-wise, but he's not successful in love. I don't know. Do people not buy the way he is? He could be the most genuine, loving bloke out there. And I will be honest, Dave, out of the two guys, he deserved to win it over yeah. Kyle, as much as what I'm saying about him. I just, it was just something off with Kyle completely. Uh, but but genuinely, Stuart, for me, it's like the best of a bad bunch. He, he should have won it. Um, sadly, he didn't. And we'll get into that in a minute. But they spent so much time on him. And his family and his journey in this last episode, I'm, I was thinking, well, that's it. Then it? he's definitely Stuart. And Kyle was almost a peripheral figure. But I will say, Dave, Christy, what I didn't like with this episode, and Kristen Davies said it, and Christy said it at the start, was nowhere in the seven episodes has she said that she will walk away from this show on her own. She, I'm, I'm not saying, look, I've, it sounds awful. It sounds like I want to see them, you know, want to see her get impregnated and we want to follow it through the, you know, the lion hussy or whatever. She, she's not got pregnant because that's what the show's about. It's not about that. It's just that from the start, I don't think she had any intention of one, getting with these guys. If she did, it might be the most, but she was never going to have a baby with them. I don't believe that for a minute. And then the dialogue in the last episode was simply, well, if I pick either of them, to be honest, I may just walk away on my own. Well, they've never said that in the whole seven episodes. And I thought that was pretty yeah. poor, to be honest, because I was thinking, well, you've got to get out a jail card there now that we've never had for seven episodes. Why drag us all in into believing that this is going to happen? Made the first couple of episodes, I was all in thinking, yeah, I could see something going on. After after this third episode, I thought, this is bullshit. And, and I think what I have a problem with is you should never, ever, ever bring a child into this world, right? Being serious now, you should never, ever do that uh, on the pretense of a reality show, right? You, your actual whole makeup and, and the fact that you've got to rush and think, oh my God, I've got to pick one of these 15 guys to be the father of my child. That is the worst thing you could ever do. It's not natural. It's it's completely, you're basically throwing a Hail Mary in there, hoping that she clicks with somebody. However, the way it fell off in this episode and the way it was all built up was just rubbish. It, I, and it is a three out of 10 on most ratings. And I didn't think I'd say this, Dave, but I think that's probably where it needs to stand. I cannot see someone else signing up for a second series of this. No, but if there's nothing else on, you know we'll be covering it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you're damn right, yeah. <laughs> Even if you said we're not podcasting it, I'll be watching it. But yeah, I, I, I find that dynamic of the whole thing i mean obviously i know we're jumping a little bit but what did you think of the fact that the way stuart got so much exposure in this episode and kyle hardly got anything i yeah. didn't think it, it was strange wasn't it and and like i say i definitely i, I had in my notes you know that uh stuart just comes across like this keynote speaker um and he got loads of time but ultimately when she broke it to him you could see he was genuinely distraught. You know, he's he was really upset. You're right, though, to pick up on what the mother was saying. You know, is this just a, a behaviour of his? Does he kind of fall in love very quickly and then just doesn't really have a lot of luck? You know, and whereas we've seen it as him being fake, where he's got his little mind map board, <laughs> his little chart up, you know, that's got Christy on it and stuff. Maybe that's real. 
you know, and maybe that's why it should be a whiteboard, you know, as opposed yeah. to like permanent marker. Um, you know, just insert love of the week here. So no, I did, heart did go out to him though. You know, he he did seem genuinely upset at that. But of course, oh, I was we, with you. Th- then we know, don't we? We know that you know she's going to pick Kyle. But you know, when she said that about, well, you know, I'm going to have this baby anyway. It doesn't necessarily have to be any of these two. I thought, oh, fucking hell, Chris has nailed it. Because you call that out, I I can't remember which episode it was. And I hadn't necessarily seen it. I thought, well, she's going to have to. That's the whole pretense of the show. She's going to get have to get knocked up by one of these blokes. You know, that's why we fucking decided we yeah. were going to watch it, you know, just for this car crash TV. But like you say, given that get out jail free card, I thought, you know what? I know where this is going now. And um, yeah, we well, actually, we'll talk about the after show at the end. But, you know, it, it didn't seem to leave a lot of time for her to just go and have the conversation with Kyle. And again, I, I'm not, I tell you what I'm burdened with, Chris, with these two. Remember um, when we had the baby challenge? And I know it's not your favorite, certainly not from the Love Island stuff, but when we had the baby challenge, I think both Stuart and Kyle were doing nothing. They, they were looking after the babies, but they weren't like tidying up the house or helping out. Was it Gary uh, who ended up doing most of the housework and stuff? And, you know, he got marked down almost for doing more of that and not looking after the baby. But, you know, Kyle in particular, for, for me, came off like this very self-centered, uh, quite selfish, and uh, sort of rubbed me up the wrong way a little bit that me- that episode. And so I'm kind of burdened with that. So I don't, I don't particularly think he comes off particularly well. But then, yeah, should, like, you know, they go on a bit of a bus ride and it's like, Oh, that's it. Episode's over. She asks him and he says, yes, he is interested. And then, you know, roll credits. And then we get a little bit of a, um, a, a scene when the doctors, don't we? You know, he says, you know, you, you should probably start uh, trying naturally. And we're like, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a re- reunion episode, yeah. <laughs> this is what we've been watching eight episodes for. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, it was just all over a bit quick. I mean, what, yeah, what did you I, make I of the whole Christy Kyle thing? I, I agree. We had a little bit of you know dialogue where they went to... Uh, Christy's house, Kyle's mum and dad were there. Christy's dad had a word with Kyle. I will say, out of the two people, Stuart and Kyle, she did seem to really want to be within Kyle's sort of one metre radius. You know, the connection seemed to be there. She seemed to be like genuine. And he did say to her, Dave, he's in love with her, which wasn't Mm. reciprocated. Uh, It was freezing in, uh, was it Austin where he lives? But but genuinely, oh, it might be in Chicago where they filmed that. I think bit, actually, Chicago, sorry. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's from Austin, money, but they, I think they filmed that bit in Chicago. But yeah, I thought that they spent so much time on Stuart. I mean, I did, Dave. I, I will say I felt really sorry for Stuart because he was genuinely upset, um, like the, that that she not picked him, and he's like, I'll have to live again. And I did think though. <laughs> The bastard in me was thinking, like you just said, well, on to my next one for another month, see if I can fall in love again. It just, it just seems like he's been, unfortunately, the poor guy seems to be in this situation a lot. I hope he's found someone after filming this, because I think this all closed out around about the back end of last year, around about the fall time, so October, November. I, I will say... The way Kyle won, like you just said, was nonsense. They literally closed out the episode. She rolled up 
there's snowing. Kyle's sat on the bench freezing his nuts off. Then they get in a thing and I've picked you and that's it. And yeah. then it just rolled credits. I was like, is that it? There's no like romantic meal, her deciding who she wants to pick. It would have been better if she'd gone out on a date with both of them and just said, I'm picking Kyle or, you know, like something because I thought the way they binge Stuart off was like they'd run out of a budget, just get in his hotel room and just get, send the camera crew in and let's have a bit of a chat. So he gets binned off. But then I, well, I won't finger it because you told me about this, Dave. So there together, we see the sperm thing and Kyle's like, yeah, I've still got it. I've still got a fucking few million of them boys swimming around. Let's do it. You can see Christie's petrified face. Now, Dave, can you confirm, like we did with the Love Island, what is the current situation of this absolutely magnanimous, totally in love couple? Well, Christy posted after the episode aired that her current status is single. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say, Dave, I am absolutely amazed by that revelation. <laughs> and I did do some research, my friend, and she does go on a full story. And literally, I can hear in the back of my head, the old, and if you're from America, you may not know this, but there was a TV show years ago when we were kids called Jack and Ori. Tom Hardy, the actor, does do the odd show now and again on uh, BBC uh, children's TV shows in the UK and the BBC, and he will do a story. And he used to go, Jack and Ori, Jack and Ori. So when someone's lying in the UK, a lot of the time people will say, he's telling us a Jack and Ori story, which means he's telling us <laughs> bullshit. And Dave, the whole... What are you laughing at? Go on. You know, you've just ignited some old memory that is very, very old. Um, it's... I've got this tune bouncing around my head now. And, and same thing as you probably did at school, where, you know, someone's bullshitting. You're like, I'm a storyteller and my stories yes. must be told. <laughs> Was that Jack and Ori? I can't remember. No, I don't, I know, I know Jack and Ori might be acting. He's going, Jack and Ori, Jack and Ori. And everyone used to say, that was. <laughs> I have got no idea. I don't think it's Jack and Ori, but it's something no. else like story time or something. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Just... It might be play school like Dave, but the play school stories, it probably is. But, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, which means nothing to anybody who's not from the UK, obviously. But it's a children's TV show that we unfortunately we used to watch when we were kids. But genuinely, Dave. She went on this big fucking rant about how it empowering women and all this. I agree. You can never bring a child into this world just off the pretense of a show. She knew this before she was going in. I get all that. And what really bugs me is there's a lot of ladies commenting, saying like, oh, what a woman you are, empowering women and all this. And I'm thinking, well, I don't, I don't, I, I see it as right. She made the right decision. If she's not right, you have to walk away. I don't think she was even going to attempt to walk with any of them from the minute she got there. This is purely, in my opinion, a career stepping stone just to give her some exposure on national TV because it was all fake. It, it, like I said before, they may as well have done it like The Office, like a mockumentary or something. They could have made it into a fucking comedy where someone's got the samples and that going, just going to take this off, you know, looking at the camera doing the David Brent and stuff. It was utter bullshit. And I think... <laughs> The fact that that's happened, I don't think we've watched the show yet, other than there's a couple's on the Love Island, but like we were talking about the Australia one, who's together, and these Josh and uh, Amelia, the only yeah. ones together on the last Love Island Australia, and everyone else is split up, and that's what I got the feeling with with this from the get-go. They were just purely people who had the right agent, who've been asked to send a bit of talent their way, and that's all that's happened. They put these together, said, right, tell you what, I've been pregnant, because some of the guys might not have wanted to, to be, 
you know, Christy, well, Ange- Angelo just said she was a four, didn't he? He proper laid into her, which I think was a bit harsh, but I just don't. But a great TV, Dave, and I'll be on for the second series. But <laughs> from the get-go, it was the fakest reality show I've ever seen. Now, I, I think if we hadn't have been doing this show, I wouldn't have picked up on any of that stuff, to be honest. And like I say, some of your predictions on the football front are, are particularly oh, woeful. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's the fact that you've been calling this out for a few weeks now. And I, I think you, I think when you first said it, your words were something like, "Christie's not going to end up with any of these fuckers," <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, you know. And, but it was a few weeks ago now when there were quite a few other blokes in still in the house in the mansion. So I, I have to doth thine cap to you, sir, because I, I do think you probably have nailed it. The fact that it's all lined up exactly how you said it would. Um, you know, and I guess all, all the people who are saying about, you know, it's empowering and stuff aren't reading that same subtext that you are. And you're right. If she's at, if she wants to have a baby and it's not right with her and, and Kyle or whoever, then absolutely go it on your own. But it's, you know, don't do a reality TV show. Um, you know, do a reality TV show of like the kids growing up, maybe. You know, it does seem... <sighs> It does seem to be for the wrong reasons, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's what I mean. I, I, I'm with you. We're parents, Dave. The last thing you would do is bring a child into the world and knowing they were going to have a bad life or, or it just wasn't the right circumstances because Christy would need that support system. Whether she's with the father or not, she needs that support of him, her parents, everyone. Her parents seem really nice people. There's no doubt about that, but you don't do that. It's just... It, it, whoever commissioned this show is just taking the piss. I think someone sat around the table and gone, what can we do? And someone said, I'll tell you what, why don't we try and impregnate a woman and uh, see if she'll pick someone? And, and someone's just gone, that is a great idea. And it's like, that is not a good idea. It's car crash TV. But I think what I found difficult is I just, and I'm not going to keep saying it, but I just didn't believe it. Didn't believe any, I didn't believe any of it other than to probably Stuart. And he was just trying too hard in the end. To, to win her over, and I felt sorry for him. So I hope he finds love. Kyle, don't really give two fucks about, to be honest, Dave. I think he'll <laughs> be fine, whatever happens. I th- I but Stuart, I hope he fine. Yeah, I think Kyle is absolutely fine being on his own, isn't he? And doesn't really... I, I think a, a partner might just interfere with his life a little bit, whereas it feels to me like Stuart's genuinely looking for someone. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I see where you're coming from there. But yeah, I think, you know, will there be another series? I mean, it's basically a knockoff Bachelor, isn't it? You had yeah. that very first episode where you had the sperm count test and we thought, oh, this is going to be so car crash TV. <laughs> We're going to love it. But after that, it, it slowly sort of fell into, well, it was, it was just the Bachelor. That's all it was. Um, yeah. And a, and a cheap knockoff one at that. And so it, it, it kind of lost any kind of hook that it had. And so I, I remember seeing on IMDb that it was like three and a half out of 10 or something like that. And I think, you know, we'd watch one or two episodes at that time. And I think that's a bit harsh. But now, like you, I'm thinking, well, no, that's that's probably is about right. Um, and again, it, I, I'm glad we've covered it, you know, because we'd, we'd have never known, would we? <laughs> you know, what no. it was really like. It does just leave that that kind of sour taste in the mouth though that it does feel just a bit set up and i think it's it's like when you watch i guess you know things like the bachelor isn't it you or or, or even love island chris you know i guess i 
particularly naively, you know, was thinking, oh, these were going to be real couples at the end of it. But you sort of realize that, well, actually, probably none of them will make it. Um, so just strap yourself in for the drama. Yeah. So, but but for this, there wasn't really that much drama. There was nothing to really get you excited about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm left a little bit empty after this series is finished now. And probably of all the things that we've covered, this is probably my least favorite show, I think. You know, from Love Island, Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, Single Town. Um, am I missing any there? No, not yet. <laughs> There'll be yeah. more, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> We've done various Love Islands, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Love Island Australia was obviously the most recent one. Um, so, yeah, it's just... And I, I can't see that there's going to be a second season for two reasons. I can't imagine the ratings would be that good. I'd imagine they'd have dropped off about the midway point quite a lot. Uh, but also, you'd, you'd have to find someone with that exact same profile as Christy, you know, someone around the same age, um, wanting, you know, headlong and wanting to go and, and uh, become a mother and prepared to, you know, put herself out there and, and you know, get all, get all these get all these men who are also in the same kind of age group sort of chasing after you. I, I don't know, Chris, but I, if I was to have a bet, I'd say there's not going to be a second series. No, there's a couple of things, actually, Dave, just sprung to mind. There's one thing I want to comment on the actual show in a second, but in Christie's War and Peace uh, Instagram you know, uh, speech that she gives to everybody, justifying it, she did say, David, that, she picked Kyle, but had her reservations, but knew that the situation with Stuart was, there was just nothing there. Um, but there was another contestant that she really regretted not picking and trying to further her relationship with Dave. It's Alan, isn't it? Nope. Oh, no. Uh... no. Hang, on, hang on. Let me give you a thing. Oh, That's a knife. Marcus. Marcus, oh, yeah. Marcus, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Patrick Bateman there. Yeah, Patrick Bateman there, the old uh, American psycho. Yeah, he, um, him and his house mom, um, I think was what put her off. What she does, she does go into depth with this article. I got sick of reading it after a bit, Dave, because I was just fucking nauseating, thinking I knew this was going to come out the day it finished. So nonsense. Even though when we did Too Hot to Handle, Harry and Francesca were still a couple a year after the show. They split up once, but they're not a couple now. But they did release an Instagram picture of them together as soon as the show hit Netflix, you know, to yeah. say, we are together. Because it was a, a binge-watching show. And that was great. That was like, we were like, holy shit. Because I even called them out and said, they're not together. And we were wrong, but they're, they're not together now, sadly. But I knew there was going to be a post on Instagram about her being empowered and all this bollocks. And, and there's not wrong with being empowered completely but if you're gonna fake it on the show you might as well fake everything else so uh, anyway let me stop it there because i'll be getting a, a crack on there but sam agrees with me because i was saying to sam i'd love you to come on and talk about it because it's just me and dave again male perspective are we being too harsh on it um, and she's like no she's fake as fuck so i was like it's fine if the wife says it dave then i'm going with my wife and i'm scared of her so uh anyway one thing i would say <laughs> we we commented about a reality show like Love Island, but of, and we've said this before when we did Love Island UK last year, 
of middle-aged people, like our age, 40-odd, you know, plus, all go in there. You've got guys there with beer bellies. You know, everyone's got lumps and bumps and everything. We say we've got real people, don't we, going in there, not just these fucking influencers stroke. Like, you know, I love the way you describe it. Someone who works in fucking a fast-food joint but then does has done a couple of modeling things like, I'm a model. No, you're not. You're a part-time model. Trying, there's not wrong with earning some money and trying to make it because I've done sort of um, industrial modeling and stuff. You did hand modeling, didn't you? I hand modeling. I've done my face modeling, but I look like a builder because obviously I haven't got them looks, Dave. But I have done all that and I've done my extra stuff. So I get it. There's a ladder that they're trying to get on. That is not wrong with that, trying to better yourself. But now that we've had this show that I was crying out for, real people, I don't think half of these are real, but middle-aged people, Dave, and having watched this, and obviously this is in the US, not in the UK, so I don't know, it'd probably be different in the UK, not from a bias, but I think obviously we haven't got that sort of um, exposure that they have in the US. I'm fucking going back to the 20-somethings, Dave, because I was saying these are all but now I've seen a show with middle-aged people. This is faker than fucking Love Island, so it has put me off, so maybe going back on what I've said previously about we should have normal people on, because this is just me, and I agree, this is probably the worst thing we've reviewed on the show. It's great to talk about it and have a laugh at it. I've loved all that, and I mean you getting together because we text each other, going, have you watched it? Have you watched it? But in reality, if you just take a step back, it's probably been a bag of shit, really. Yeah, and I don't think I'll be signing up for it, Chris. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I'm going to sign up for the undateables, I think. <laughs> That's where I belong. But um, So, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think if you did a Love Island type thing, the, the problem is it, <sighs> the stakes were so high, weren't they? You know, this wasn't yeah. just about two people meeting and then you know getting together and then maybe deciding you know do we want to create a family doing those kind of conventional things i don't know probably it will happen it may happen at some point chris where they have like you know middle-aged island (laughs) (laughs) middle spread island (laughs) yeah and so i i do have to say so one of the other shows so bachelor in paradise there is a bloke on there who's 40 and the thing is, I mean, he looks good for it, and he's, you know, he's clearly been down the gym and stuff, so he looks great. And most of these guys were forty and look great, I, I think. But you know, it, it's when you've got a forty-year-old bloke, you know, and and all these, you know, Instagram model types who who have been on the Bachelor and stuff. It, it is, it's a bit odd, but he's brilliant, Chris. You'll love it because he's he's pretty much David Brent. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get on it today. We need a real show. So uh, I know you you guys are covering it on the Bachelor banter, aren't they? So yeah, um, yeah we I'll get on it with Sam and watch it. Definitely. I, I had low expectations to be honest, but it is a bit Love Island. So you know, because the, the thing I can never get my head around on the Bachelor is the fact that you've got one dude and all these girls, or you've got on the Bachelorette one girl and loads of dudes. So. It just, it, you don't get the same level of drama, I don't think. And, and it all just seems imbalanced. You know, some sort of harem kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, this is, you've got lots of different boys and girls, plenty of drama. I think you'll like it. Yeah, you've convinced me, David. I will be getting on this 100%. Right, Dave? So good today. Thanks. I had a really good session talking about this. Love it. Absolutely love it. So if you want to contact us, guys, and if you've got as well, I'm going to say the faithful words, David. Any suggestions for some TV shows for myself and Dave to review? Can we finish this? Drop us an email or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 
CD Reality Cast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and give us some suggestions because we are looking for a bit of a fresh show out there. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and again, they, you know, there could be some that are still in production, but obviously the world's been in lockdown for, you know, like uh, three, four months now. So the shows are going to dry up at some point. So I'm not aware of any new ones. So it might just be a case of like we did with Singletown. We just go and kind of look at something that's, that's already aired, you know, but we've not seen it, but I kind of, what I miss Chris, this, this whole year as, as we've not really had a live show is, it's just that interaction. So when, you know, the episodes are airing on the night and then we're recording on the night and then people are emailing in and, you know, this fucking arsehole or you know, this, this yeah. woman what's she doing I, I, I love all that interaction so I guess that's the only downside to doing the kind of retro series reviews but um, nah, I mean we'll have to do something we'll have to find something definitely 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 alright Mr Horrocks so thank you again for your uh, indulging me in another one of my reality TV shows that we both come together on I love it so uh, we'll see you next time bye now